1: Welcome back. It is our 9 o'clock hour. Later in the hour, we will have a hot seat, and if you've been paying close attention, you'll know who mm-hmm. is on it. But right now, we have in studio a man who knows more football than all of us together. Mm-hmm. His name is Seth Joyner. He is sponsored by Bradford Whitewater Heaters. To find a plumbing professional near you, visit bradfordwhite.com. Right out of the box, Seth, did it make sense to you that Miles Sanders did not get a scheduled run for 24-plus minutes in yesterday's game.
2: Yeah, I was absolutely shocked uh, because going into the game, you know, my research told me that the Bears were ranked 27th in the NFL in run defense, and they were giving up on average 140 yards per game. So I thought the game plan would be, with the weather being the way that it was, let's go in, establish the run, dominate the line of scrimmage, go play action when we need to throw the ball.
1: So, give me a speculation as to why they went entirely away from that.
2: Well, you know, listen, this, this this part of the NFL where you know you've got these new head coaches, these young head coaches, you know, what the data analytics says is that you know you run the you throw the ball early, you get a lead, and then you try to run the clock out. You know that what that's what balances up your run to pass ratio. You know, by the time the game is over, I don't agree with it because. You know, if your quarterback throws two interceptions, you know, the wind is howling, he can't feel his hands, you know, sun's in his eye, he can't, you know, field vision is all off, then you run the football until the conditions change and are more conducive to you actually being able to, to throw the football.
1: That is exactly the right thing to say. In fact, I want to play what Hurts what actually said on that because he was describing what it was like in the sun and in the uh, in the cold. Here's what he said.
3: Yeah, I think early in the game, personally, I really couldn't feel my hands. It was very cold. Didn't really have good vision on the field, personally. Just, um, but I, I think in the end, it's um, a testament to how we persevered as a team and how we believed in one another as a team.
1: It's a testament to him. That he hung in there after getting waffled first place, second, uh, third quarter. In that play set, don't you, at that moment in time, if you're a coach, go, we cannot continue to put him in that spot. He could have gotten knocked out. For all we know, I just had a call said he's still worried about his shoulder. You saw what happened there. Mm -hmm. What do you do if you're a coach and you see your quarterback ended up with 17 carries in that game? That is not – that is – what I call coaching malpractice. What do you think about Hurts taking that abuse yesterday?
2: Well, you know, I'm going to err on the side of caution because, you know, in week one he had 17 carries and had he not ran the ball as many times as he ran the ball against the Detroit Lions the first game of the season, they might, they would not have won that football game. And the, the other thing people have to realize too is that, you know, the coaching staff isn't necessarily making all of these calls The minute you call the RPO, you're putting yourself in a position where the quarterback has to read what the defense is doing. So a lot of times, you know, you're getting runs, you know, when you may want to pass or you're getting a pass when you may want to run or you're getting the option of the quarterback actually running with the football based upon what the defense is showing you. Um, So when you consider all of those things, um, you call an RPO, it's it's on the quarterback to make the proper read and make the make the proper decision. Um, you know, and as far as, you know, Jalen's comments, you know, sometimes, you know, as 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 a quarterback, and Jalen's been awesome at this all year long, I believe he's the MVP um of the National Football League. But you gotta make the right decisions at times. Um sometimes, you know, he's gotta know when to throw the ball and when to take the shot. And yesterday I felt like in those two instances, you know, where he threw the interceptions, they were bad decisions. Um, you got to realize, you got to understand when to get down. And then also you got to give the Chicago Bears some credit because they've got a quarterback that's running a system that's similar to what the Eagles actually run. So who better, who what defense is better equipped after seeing that all the time? Yeah, you know, than the Chicago Bears, and they really gave you know the Philadelphia Eagles you know some problems. And listen, it's not going to be pretty all the time. It's not going to be perfect every time. They were averaging forty-one points a game, Angelo, coming into this game. Yeah, something had to give at some point in time. You know, they had to have a little bump in the road, and it's better to have it now and still be able to overcome it against a, a team that's so bad that they can't take advantage of that than
1: for it to happen down the road. Okay. I just wanna I, I don't want to come across as negative this morning. <laughs> it's important I don't. Too so late. I would like I, to play I heard you now. For the last 40 I would like to play now the <laughs> finest moment of the game for Jalen Hurts. Because you're saying he's got to read the defense. One time he read it brilliantly and he saw a blitz and here's what happened on Hurts that. Hurts comes up. Maybe audible. Let's see what he does right here. Calls for the football. He's going to run. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Goodbye. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. I said, that was unbelievable (laughs) that he just got past the line and there was no one there. You were a linebacker. Did they blow it or did he see something? What happened on that play? Well, the safety, number nine, I forget his name. Yeah.
2: He hit the wrong gap. Ah. You know, so Jason Kelsey wound up blocking the defensive tackle into him left the a gap on the left side wide open and I promise you it was a check call that, that yeah. was not that was not that play was not called in the huddle at the line of scrimmage they line up they saw that there was no one in the box they had spread the entire defense out um the free safety was the only guy left in the hole and he started creeping you can see you know pretty darn early he gave it away Jalen knew what it was right away and you know he checked to that play and you know that's the problem. Sometimes, you know, if you blitz, and I'm a big proponent of blitzing, I'll talk about you know uh, Montgomery sneaking out of the backfield yesterday. Ah, oh. you know you got you got T.J. Edwards and Avante Maddox. Both of them are coming on that side, and I know what the expectation is. I've been in that position before. You're coming, you expect for the back to blitz pickup. Well, he went out, and whoever was responsible for for him forgot to cover him. <laughs> got greedy going to you know trying to make a play that's not yours to make because if you just have him if if you if you pick him up the blitz is going to get there Yeah, see and these are the kinds of mistakes that happens when you blitz that prevents Jonathan Gannon you know from All right, we're not being, doing defense. Yeah. No, no, no yet. I'm just I'm just No, saying, I know what you're saying. I'm but just saying, but you're talking about that play on defense. It's yeah. the same same scenario. When you don't hit the right gaps on your blitzes and that's exactly what happened on that that play with Jalen Hurts. And you got to give him credit for being able to see that, one, check to it, two, and then give Jason Kelsey the lion's share
1: of it to be able to block two people. Just tell me this. If you're on the field and you see the guy just running into the end zone with no one around him, how does that feel from the defender's point of view? Did that ever happen to you? Sure. Do you feel fil- foolish at that moment? No, you just pissed because you know, you know, like, like. Listen,
2: if if, if we had all out blitzes yep. in every every formation, every oh yeah, that we had with Buddy? and, and you know that that all out blitz is designed for someone to come free. Yep, you know, so you got a free hitter to the quarterback. So if the quarterback makes a play like that, or the back checks, you know, hot out and no one's on him. You know, you're pissed because you know that somebody screwed up and and, and made a mistake and busted an assignment mm. in a situation where we had the quarterback dead
1: to rights. Debbie's on the line. She sings. Hi, Deb. Hi.
3: Good morning, Angelo. I, I, I have to tell you, that game was such a nail-biter. I was so worried. Um, it wasn't a great game. I mean, it was encouraging to watch how many times we sacked the quarterback. But, man, when I slipped on to the Jacksonville game, (laughs) uh, you know what? All of us in our text group were all nostalgic about Dougie. I wrote a little short ditty for Dougie if you guys want to hear it.
1: Absolutely. Now, uh, so you were overjoyed by the failure of the Cowboys to win that game against the Jaguars? Of course I was. All right. Let's hear the song, Deb. Okay. It's from Bye
3: Bye Birdie. Okay. We love you, Doug P. Oh, we still do. Won us our Super Bowl. That was so cool. Sunday in overtime. Thank you, and Rayshon Jenkins. Thank you too. Oh,
1: that's beautiful. made it
3: entertaining this weekend,
1: Debbie. That's awesome. And I want—I gotta ask you. Uh, the Cowboys fall on their face. Micah Parsons looked like a fool today. What's your reaction to what happened to the Cowboys set, Joyner?
2: I, I think. Um... I said it tongue in cheek, but I said the only thing that's more exciting than the Eagles figuring out a way to win this game today is the Cowboys
1: loss. Isn't <laughs> <Not> that horrible? <laughs> Was it sad? Was it did you see it in real time? Were you oh, able saw, to see
2: it? We were like going into you yeah. know, our post game show. We were live into yeah. into the introduction and Mike Missanelli. I stopped in mid intro into the show. I'm like, um, a program alert here. The the cowgirls just got their ass kicked by the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> you
1: cut right in? Oh, I cut him off. Oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> Joe, play the Dallas version there. Number ten and lock. I just want you to hear this because these this is Brad Sham. He has been there play-by-play guy forever, forever in Dallas, and he seems um, upset. Let's listen. Prescott in the gun back throws it over the middle. That's intercepted. It's being returned down the right side
3: to the 20. Jenkins to the 10. Jenkins into the end zone. And the Jaguars have beaten the Cowboys in overtime.
1: <laughs> uh, that was Stephen A. Smith After Stephen A. enjoyed it a lot. Anthony's up next. Hi, Anthony. Anthony, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What do you got you. for me today?
3: I, I don't know. I can't agree with you today. That's one thing I can't do. I don't know. Because I got a question for you, Angelo. One question. Do you care more about the first 30 minutes of the game or the totality of the game?
1: Anthony, hold there on. There we go. I love Because there's those one records. thing I don't need here is lying. Okay. Hmm. Anthony, during the first half, just explain to me what you were saying and what you were thinking.
3: Okay, I will agree with you on not giving Miles Sanders the ball up until, you know, the the very end of the second half. Right. But could you look and tell me, how many yards did Miles Sanders have at the end of this game?
1: Uh, Not enough, all right, because he had 144 the week before, and he's capable of doing that against that defense if you give him the opportunity to do it, which they didn't bother to do. How do you put a game plan together and have no runs – by a guy who got you 1,000 yards this year in sub freezing weather, 30 mile an hour winds, and an awful defense. Anthony, please.
3: Like one thing I can say, you got to understand this here. You're Let's a Stepford fan. You're, no, a, you're a robot. No, 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 no. Listen to me. You you're a robot. There is. Well, have them check the boxes. There's, there's a bridge. And here. Jalen Hurts. Listen, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. Those are the two guys that are going to run the ball. 100 to 153 by 53 the whole game. Both of those guys could not get the run going on the ground. The guys finished with 315 in the air, two receivers with 100 yards
1: plus, and every. You didn't watch that we the scored, game. How are you supposed to get some going to the ground when you're not running?
3: Because we could
1: not run the ball. No, they didn't try to run the ball. They didn't try to run the ball. Stop. uh, 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 I cannot run the ball. Anthony, I must stop you at this point because WIP has a policy against robots. Uh, Those things where you have to check check the box now out. Wherever there's a traffic light. And sometimes, you know what I have heard now, Al I have heard that robots are programmed to check the box saying they're not a robot. That was a robot. Yeah. There's no robots on this I show. I mean, you can argue. You can't argue Wait, what you Jonesy. Saw. There's no robots on the show. On
3: Twitter, there is.
1: Well, maybe so, but not here. You think I bring Seth Joiner in to listen to a robot? He doesn't listen to bots. He will. I don't he'll, think he'll, so. He
2: will entertain a dope though. Hey, listen, he, <laughs> everyone's gonna, everyone's going to have their opinion, and you know what the problem is when you look at this game from an analytical yep. standpoint. You would say. That it made no sense for the Eagles to do what they did. Yes. Okay. Did they overcome it? Listen, they overcame. They overcame. They overcame the two the two interceptions. They overcame the fumble. They won the game against a team that that's far you know less superior. Far far more inferior. Far I'm more sure. inferior. Thank yep. you, Al, to them. Um, but at the end of the day, it just didn't look good because that was a team that they should have just dominated exactly. from from
1: beginning to end. Now, when we come back, I do want you to tell us what you thought of that kid they faced, Justin Fields, because uh-huh.
0: that kid's got some
1: talent. Wow, we'll we we'll hear set on that and how.
0: The- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.